we've been talking about understanding the will of God, and what we have been on in the more recent parts of this series is the issue of sanctification of heart, sanctification of motives as a foundation for the will of God being clear to us. Let me say it again. The will of God has two aspects. There is a general aspect that applies to everybody, and the first of that general aspect is that we must come to the knowledge of truth that is found only in Christ Jesus. What God wants is for everybody to repent. We're not talking about going to church. We're not talking about going to church. It is that, yes, you go to church, but have you consciously given your life to Christ? Have you said to the Lord Jesus, I want to live for you. I want to walk with you. Have you said to him that your word will be the guide of my life? Just take charge of my life. Be indeed my Lord, not only my Savior. You will save me, but I also want it to be the Lord of my life. That is the first and general will. Then there are instructions that apply to everybody. We're talking about the general will of God. Now, beyond this, we now have the specific will. And we are now saying again, God has a specific will concerning which street you should live on. Yes, he does. However, these are not the things that require your conscious knowledge. They, rec- they are the things that work themselves out in your life automatically. You will find, just marriage just comes to my mind again. You will find that indeed you are falling in love with somebody and everything just works out before you can even say Jack Robinson, like they say, you're already ready to get married. And this was somebody you met just a few days ago. I know one particular young man. From the first day he set his eye on this woman, to the day they got married, traditional wedding, church wedding, everything put together, was a total of three months. It was an interesting story. He said, is it good or bad? It is not whether you saw vision. Some people say that you have to court for three years to be sure you like each other. People have been married for 15 years. They are still not sure they like each other. So forget all of that side, all right? What matters is the kind of heart you presented to God at the beginning. What am I trying to emphasize? That these things, they work themselves out. Fine duties work themselves out in our lives as the specific will of God for us. They are not things that we always have a conscious knowledge of. So what do we do? I said that we must purify our hearts. If you read from the book of Psalms 139, which was what we read to close last time, from verse 23, David said, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxious thoughts. And see if there be any hurtful way in me, and lead me in the everlasting way. Now, what is the importance of this? I was saying to us before that sometimes when people say that their spirits are leading them, the truth is that what is leading them is not the Holy Spirit. It is the deep things that are inside their hearts. A young woman has said that in her life, listen, I must never suffer as my mother suffered. And let me say to you, nobody is saying you should be a gluten for punishment. I'm not saying you should go and look out for suffering. I'm just saying so the same young woman will now see a number of brothers are proposing to her. Something in her heart is saying, I don't want to lack money. I don't want to lack money. So for that reason, she's scanning for the one that has the brightest financial prospects. Then she now comes to you and says, the Holy Spirit said, and that's what I'm discussing. The Holy Spirit did not say. It is the deep desires inside her heart that spoke. A man wants to make his choice about something, a career. What is really speaking to him that is calling the Holy Spirit is not really the Holy Spirit. It's the deep issues that he has inside his heart. And please, we Christians must understand this. And that's why I say we must pray this prayer, like David taught us to pray here. Very important, every Christian should pray it. He said, search me, O God, and know my heart. The reason is that sometimes we don't even know these things. That's why psychologists will tell you, you know, they do psychoanalysis, trying to find out why people behave the way they do. The fact is that sometimes there are underlying things that are inside somebody's heart. You may be angry with somebody, you think you are forgiving the person, but deep inside, that is still making you 
make decisions about, against everybody that's coming from his own part of the country. You don't realize it. When you now say that, okay, God, I'm, I'm thinking the Lord said I should marry this woman, you don't realize that exactly the other person you would have wanted to accept that she's from a place where you are angry with the whole tribe. So the Holy Spirit can't talk to you again. That's why David said, we must pray. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Because we may not know it. He said, try me and know my anxious thoughts, the things that are disturbing me. Those are the things many people actually call their spirit speaking. Because these things actually speak. There are those who have resigned one job to go and pursue a relocate to another country. Why? In their heart, they looked at everything around. Me too. Will I ever be able to build my own house? They look and say, no, it doesn't look likely. But I heard that when you get to America, you can just use mortgage. And then, you know, those things are deep inside them. And since they were small, they told them, if you don't own your house, you are not a man. So those are his anxious thoughts. So those things, one day he gets up and you can't understand it. He has a decent, stable job. He lives in a decent house. He just packs his wife and children and he says he's going to America. And I say, why is this man going to America? You don't know that the desire to be able to buy his own house is, you'll be surprised. That's all that is pushing him. He wants to be important. Some people, they pride this inside their heart. And where they are right now, maybe they are pastors in a particular ministry. And, you know, they've realized that uh, I'm not the one that's in charge of the pulpit. People are not allowing me to be the one to preach. And deep inside them, I don't want to die in obscurity. To so say, the Lord is speaking to me to go down the street and start my own church. The fact is that the Lord is not speaking. It is his anxious thoughts that are rising up in his heart. And those anxious thoughts are telling him, go and stay in a place where you can be prominent. Sometimes some people are starting, maybe like the way I do ministry, they say, okay, uh, you must have a church base, have a church base. So that the, what they are thinking is that the money, how will money come? So now say that the Holy Spirit said we should start a church so we can have a church base. What is the issue? It is the anxious thoughts. Now, let me just say something to you here. You see two people doing the same thing. You don't know what they are really doing. It is only God that knows why people are doing what they are doing. But one man is wrong, the other is right. Why? Because one man is being guided by pure spirit. Alright? The other one is being led, indeed, by an anxious spirit. Both of them, let me emphasize, we hear the voice of their spirit. Both of them will tell you, the Holy Spirit said to me. But actually, one man is being led by his anxious thoughts. That's what I'm trying to say. You must pray this prayer. You must do. Say, Lord, search me and know my heart. Try me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any hurtful way in me and lead me in the way of righteousness or in the everlasting way. The way that leads to life. is Psalm 139 verse 23. Alright? Very, very important. Look, if we are led by the wrong thing, which you call our spirit, we will find a wrong result in life. So many people will say, but Holy Spirit, so I should do this. But look at how it has turned out. Listen, my brother, listen, my sister. Most likely it was not the Holy Spirit. What is the Holy Spirit? It's the spirit of the word of God. Let me say it like that. All right? Listen, we must cast down all the anxieties of our hearts. Just before I close, let me quickly drop this. All right? It's very important. Okay, you say, okay, this man is going abroad because he wants to buy a house. He wants to marry this woman because she wants to be comfortable. These are not bad things, are they? No. But it is idolatry. When we look at those physical means as the ways by which these problems will be met, if I want to have a house of my own, even if what I'm doing right now is selling recharge cards, there I will pray and say to the Lord like Jabez, Oh, that you will bless me indeed. Use your own words. I told you for certain reasons the other day, my son came and he said to me, How do I find prosperity? And I took him to the prayer of Jabez, which is found in First Chronicles chapter 4. The Bible says that Jabez cried to the Lord and said, Oh, that you will bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm 
so that I would be free from pain. And the Bible says God granted his request. The prosperity of Jabez came because he prayed to God. So I taught my son that day. I said, pray this prayer after me. He did. And when we finished praying the prayer, I said, now get up. Now go read your book. Go walk in righteousness. Go obey your parents. Do what is right in life. Do that. And as surely as God lives, you will find prosperity. Listen, the plan of God is that prosperity will flow towards you like a river. I was born in western Nigeria. I did my university training in the then Bender State, which became Edo State. Did my postgraduate in Lagos. One day I told somebody, I am packing and going to Enugu. And they said, you are going to Enugu. At that time, everybody like me, they were heading to Europe. They were heading to North America. Say, why are you going to Enugu? Don't you realize that money is in Lagos? Money is when you go abroad. I said, no. The word of the Lord has come to me saying, behold, I cause prosperity to flow towards you like a river. And the wealth of the nations like an overflowing stream. Wherever I go, God will bring his blessing to me in that particular place. That makes it easy for me, therefore, to make my decision concerning where I will go. The anxiety of poverty, it was no longer with me. I hope you've gotten my point. You have just listened to a radio message by Pastor Banky. More of this and other messages are available from our website, kwm.com.ng. To contact us, write us at radiosemons at gmail.com. And do not forget to do your part in spreading the kingdom of God by sharing this message with someone else. Thank you for listening. I may the fruit of this word blossom in your life.